You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live, not from a house or a prison, or from the top of a mountain where we crash-landed with the rest of our rugby team. No, friends, we're in a vat of acid, and this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Travis. And my name is Brandon. And you know what we forgot to do, Travis? We forgot We forgot to put me hosting uh, or sharing the screen so you could hear my sound. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're learning things. We're learning things. We're, you want to do it again? You want to try again? Yeah, take it from the top? No, no, I yes. don't. No, we'll do it live. No, uh, we'll do it live because that's what we do. Uh, and okay. really, the real money makers are those audio listeners who are going to get it all cleaned up at the end anyway. Uh, that's not true. You guys don't pay for this. This is a free podcast. <laughs> uh, but we love you all. And this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick Morty podcast. So, so what? Don't do that. You just ruined the whole screen, you jerk. <laughs> oh, oh, stop sharing. Stop oh, doing stop sharing. that. <laughs> ah, don't try new things when we're on the show. Uh, okay, we'll do it live. You said it. You said it, not me. I, I, I said I said not to. I said we'll do it live. I did. Guys, thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about Rick and Morty stuff, uh, and 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 we're we're smack dab in the middle of a, a fresh crop of episodes. So 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 here we are. We're, we're we're talking about Rick and Morty, and we're we're happy to have you here, uh, listening on your favorite podcast device or watching live, as as some of you are doing right now, for some of you for, for better or worse. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, it, we're we're talking about the show. You can talk back to us. The way you talk back to us is by following us on social media. Uh, you can do that over at twitter.com slash Rick and Morty pod, facebook.com slash Rick and Morty podcast, or send us an email at Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. We're also at Instagram uh, with Rick and Morty pod on Instagram. Oh yeah. yeah. I think, I think it is. We gotta, yeah. we gotta add that, could, you know, search for us. Could, we're on, we're on, we're look. on the instas. Uh, you can also find us around the web, uh, Rick and Morty podcast. No, it's uh, if, if you, if you are, if you're watching on Twitch, there's a little button in the corner that, that says the Instagram that you could just click right there. Just click, wow. just click wow. it anytime now, later, <laughs> anytime, uh, over on Reddit, Rick and Morty podcast.reddit.com, or you can find Brandon and all of his karma over at Rick and Morty.reddit.com with those post show pre-show, during show, mid-show and after show posts. Uh just everywhere there's a show. If there's a there's show, a, there's he's a posting about it. Uh and then of course all of our episodes over at rickandmortypod.com. Thank you to those of you watching live both on Twitch, twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm, dropping those bits and showing us the love. And then over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. A lot of new followers, a lot of new subscribers over there. We appreciate you guys. Uh and that is definitely the spot if you want to catch any of the video versions of these episodes, uh, they are all saved over there uh, on YouTube. So make sure that you're subscribing over there as well. Uh, and then thank you to the supporters of the show over at tpublic.com slash store slash interdimensional RSS. That's one way to get there, I guess. Uh, but that is our tpublic page where you can find t-shirts with our faces on it. And then, of course, patreon.com slash rickandmortypod where you can support the show directly with your love and your hard-earned money. Brandon, Brandon, that is it for the the must dos. How how the heck are you? How how you feeling in that vat of acid over there? I'm I'm doing I'm doing good. Uh, this is this is what we'd call our bottle episode. <laughs> um, so you know I I figure you know look the part. 
looked the part with, <laughs> with with green screen with zoom capability and i have a light down there you, you can't see it but you know to kind of to kind of keep the the, the green screen the, you know, better quality than other than other folks you, that you, you've you're seen keying up that lighting there you're really you're really <laughs> going all out spending that right, stimuli yeah. checks that that that, that hard-earned cabbage uh, well, as we do every time, well, almost every time, you went back and actually looked at some of our early episodes. Apparently, we did do this every time. Uh, but for the most part, we like to start the show with semi-pertinent news. I love semi-pertinent news. I want to go to the store and buy that semi-pertinent news. I can get it half off if there is a sale, but if there's not a sale, I will wait until there's a sale or wait till there's a coupon inside the Winn-Dixie app. Semi-pertinent news. Yeah. Always make sure you bring your coupon for semi-pertinent news. Very important. <laughs> uh, get three yep. stories for the price of two. Right next to Reader's Digest. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on, on, uh, on bookshelves. <laughs> store, <laughs> book, grocery book, store bookshelves. Get it on your bookshelves. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, Brandon, I want to know, uh, are you familiar with the YouTube channel Binging with Bobbish? I, I, I have heard of that channel, but I have not watched it. Okay. Um, this, this dude uh, makes some, some good, good eats, I guess. I mean, he's not Alton Brown or nothing. But uh, you, you may recall back during the... Uh, the sauce craze that will not be named back during Szechuan Gate. Uh, he he actually made some Szechuan sauce on his oh, channel. Okay, uh, and and he's and he makes a lot of things on there. Uh, I I will admit I am not a regular subscriber, uh, but he he does make some things that are pop culture related and things like that. But uh, just like the day after we recorded last week's episode, he dropped a brand new. Uh, video onto his channel and it is his little bits uh his his, oh. his little bits episode uh where he makes uh little tiny lasagna and he makes a <laughs> uh, little tiny little tiny pasta or whatever he makes little little pie um yeah and so uh yeah he he actually makes these dishes he makes tiny versions of the dishes uh when he makes the lasagna he's like he made like a little pan to cook the lasagna in and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. But uh, as, as big fans of little bits on this, on this, uh, on this channel, uh, we, we, we definitely want to give a shout out to binging with Bobbish, who uh, is, is continuing to uh, represent Rick and Morty fandom and make some cool little foods. In the in the in the be in the best of ways, uh, one of my one of my one of my friends, Aaron, is is making Friday the Thirteenth masks. Uh, that's that's his hobby, um, unrelated. But uh, you know, we just we talk about hobbies and we talk about creative people. You know, um, that's I don't know. That's a one off. I just he's we're I was trying to play we we're trying to play Titanfall two. We're like get on stop making the mask. You know, stop making the mask so we can play this game. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a that's an topic. I think maybe. Uh, <laughs> moving on to to semi pertinent news volume two, uh, and this is this is sort of a carryover. This is an update from from last week's episode. We we talked a little bit about the community table read. Uh, this is being done for charity. Uh, it was the um, 
what is it? The Darkest Timeline podcast with uh, Joel McHale. Uh, and mm-hmm. they got a bunch of the cast of Community together uh, with Dan Harmon to do a table read of an episode. Well, that that episode is now on YouTube. It dropped uh, yesterday, today, today, I think. Uh, today at 2 p.m., Ooh. actually, I believe, uh, was was when it was released Pacific Time. Uh, so it hasn't been out very long. If you want to check it out, uh, we have the link in our show notes. And uh, yeah, go go check it out. Go watch it after this. You know, I guess you could hit pause if you're listening to us um, and go <laughs> and go watch those guys. Uh, but they're also doing it for a good cause and raising money. So uh, if you if you find it in your heart to donate, uh, then go ahead and do that as well. But I just want to update yeah. everybody that the video is now out uh, for your viewing pleasure. That's right. That's right. And uh, the Mandalorian uh, makes an appearance in in that in that episode. That, that table read. That from what I hear, yeah, the Mandalorian man himself, the, the Mandal Mando himself. He's there. Boba Fett. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. Whoa. Just kidding. Brandon. He's not a Mandalorian. Look, he took he he has the armor, but he's not a Mandalorian. We don't. We could talk about that later on. Pathetic. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, but right now we're, 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 ta- we're talking about Rick and Morty and Rick and Morty related things. And there's nothing more Rick and Morty related semi pertinently than the Dan Hartman social media minute. Do, 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 do. Dan Hartman. Uh, now, now that, I, now that I was doing, <laughs> like, I just came up with a song, but the song that's been stuck in my head all day is, uh, it's in the way you Dan Hartman over <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, anyway, it's, it's Dan Harmon's your, social media minute. Uh, and we'll talk about that song in depth later on. Uh, this last week, Dan Harmon, who is only on Instagram, you can't find him on Twitter. Uh, he, um, he, he was being, is being a good fiance and, uh, he ordered a hammock for his fiance Cody's birthday. And his big plan was to sneak downstairs and assemble it the night before. Uh, so this is this is the the hammock that he got. Let's see if we can. Right, oh, okay. this is what he ordered yeah. on Amazon. The problem, as as he he shares, is that he didn't realize it did not come with that stand. Uh, it shows a big wooden arched stand. And as we've uh-huh. as we've discussed at length on this show, Dan is getting very into woodworking. Uh, so then he takes us on a little journey uh, between. <laughs> Him at 2 a.m. freaked out, took a breath, popped an Adderall, typed hammock stand into YouTube, and then a shout out to the Wood Brew. Uh, we'll shout him out as well. The Wood Brew uh, YouTube channel who gave a tutorial on how to build a hammock stand. So starting at 2 a.m., he got to work. He disassembled one of his workbenches because he didn't have enough wood uh, and then built the, the stand. He snuck the pieces into the backyard as the sun came up realized the unfinished wood was going to turn to mush in a day so he rubbed it all down with boiled linseed oil mm. and uh and before you know it wow. as 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 wow. Cody Heller woke up on her birthday kapuya hammock in uh in ready to go <laughs> look at that she's he's he's freaking out about the power of Adderall as he sits in the hammock uh and then finally there is a uh, no, I swiped to another one. Anyway, it's 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 a wonderful tale. It's fantastic. Great. It's great for the audio listener, especially. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's 
it's i should do i should do you know go back in editing and then just do commentary of of like audio commentary uh, about it, it, how here here travis is holding up his phone <laughs> with a picture of a dirty workshop oh and then and then boil he boils linseed oil look look at that kapuya kapuya <laughs> um but yeah he doesn't just uh, write hit television now, ladies and gentlemen now what, what he know what he what he notices is kapuya is actually what dan Harmon wrote on the caption for one of the pictures interesting it, interesting it, to see it was, how dan Harmon. it was in red text uh <laughs> it appears to be uh an aerial typeface <laughs> doing doing uh spoken word spoken description for uh the uh the the well, no, well, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. No, I'm thinking like, like on Twitter, if you put a tweet, like a, a picture, then you can just you can put what the the description of what the picture is for the for the you know for the blind, you know, for the, the yeah. sight impaired. Uh, we should and, just and do for that. For some reason, I was, I was thinking of that. We should just do that now. <laughs> it's never made sense to me that we highlight Instagram posts on an audio format. But anyway, that's the Dan Harmon <laughs> social media minute. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we have this. This has already gone on way too long when we have a fantastic episode to talk about up next in the main thing it's the main thing uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't get old it doesn't get old ladies and gentlemen at least not for me uh th thank you folks you made it to the main thing this is the main part of the episode where we have yet another rick and morty episode to talk about and wow whoa shit root oh i should catch up yeah all right did you not did you not watch it uh not no, not to, no 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 not to throw any people that might be watching this podcast live over on twitch right now but did you not catch the new episode last night Brandon, <laughs> I, no, no. Uh, that was a claw and hoarder special rictims, Morty, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you totally got it. Uh, no, this is, of course, the bat of acid episode. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and dub it an instant classic. Uh, this this tremendous episode last night, we watched it together uh, via the Internet as 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 we watch uh, pretty much all season four episodes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, what, what, what do we got, uh, in, in the deets for this, for this episode? Yeah. Let, let's, let's get after the deets. Obviously, uh, new episode last night, season four, episode eight, the vat of acid episode aptly named, uh, aired last night, the 5th of uh, May, uh, 17th written by Jeff Loveness and also Albro Lundy, who is this, uh, his, his first writing credit on the show, uh, as, as a, the title on the title, uh, with Jeff Loveness. Uh, and, uh, he was, he was featured, uh, on the, you know, they, they do like the after show, uh, where they talk about behind the scenes stuff. And Albro Lundy was actually part of that, uh, pretty, uh, pretty heavily. So, so good. That's, that's good to see, uh, directed by Jacob Hare, who, um, this, he's directed, uh, three other episodes, I think. Um, and also I want to note that this is the third episode that Jeff Loveness is credited as writing this season. Well, sorry, this second half of the season yeah. and fourth of this, this season overall. Third, third um, in a row. He got the hat trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, and the best of the bunch, I, I might add, I might add, um, 
but yeah, let's 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 get into the the Brinopsis. Yeah, every every Travis. every Rick and Morty episode has has a very thorough synopsis. Uh, we like to think of it as a bronopsis, and this one uh, <laughs> is the one with the acid vat, bruh. Succinct. So so to the Love point. It. So so <laughs> direct. What what is what is our synopsis? Our synopsis is just as short and doesn't say nearly as much about the episode as as we want it to, but it says. Don't ever make fun of Rick again. That's that's that is it. That's all. That's all we got. Uh, I'm not sure that you read that uh, beforehand, Travis. Oh no, I did. There it is. For and you. and I and I co-sign it. It's it's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, no, go ahead. Let, I mean, let, let's 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 get into the, the the actual episode. There. This is what I've noticed. The last the episode uh, in like last night's episode and Primordius. Um, whereas Primordius, we both watched it initially and we were like, um, it was, it was okay. It was okay. And then we watched it again. And we're like, oh, okay. No, it, m- much better, much better. Um, and then, you know, I went on a tangent about, uh, the alien series and, uh, you know, sexual representation and all that type of stuff. Uh, you know, whatever, but there's a lot to un- unpack to it. Uh, this episode we, we watched last night and uh we both we both liked it a lot you thought it was an instant classic i liked it a lot but i wasn't ready to 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 call it that um and uh i watched it again and and there there's you you folks can't see the show notes that we have here but we we have extensive show notes again second week in a row so i don't want i don't want to hold that up uh let's get at let's get after it well, travis um, and and it's weird and maybe and maybe maybe like the the outline that we've created for our show notes it will it will flex a little bit through this conversation but uh at at face value this is a very very simple episode it's uh it right down to the title the vat of acid title um and when we were discussing prior prior to getting like our, the show notes together i was like well yeah i'm not, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to discuss how how this conversation is going to go and you're like, yeah, there's there's the parts with the vat of acid, and there's like the montage, and that's it. Uh, but there's so many layers and so many nods to different things, and uh, an, an overarching like backstory that's being told throughout it as well that is really interesting. And and the the first part of that is Rick's need to be right, which which ends up really being the the overall theme uh for 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 majority of this episode is rick feels almost infallible he thinks that anything or any idea that he comes up with is a good idea and he he takes great offense early on when explaining to morty about the vat of acid that that morty is not on board from the get-go (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you know this this isn't this isn't something that we is is new to to the to the show that those types of things uh morty's mind blowers when he when he loses it at, at checkers you know i mean the the whole idea that there's these all these memories of of morty one-upping him and him going to great lengths to make sure that morty d- isn't one-upping mm-hmm, him right mm-hmm um the uh other other episodes as as well i mean the the heist episode right another great example of like in, incepting him i mean not to prove a point necessarily but to maintain that superiority over over him and, and, and right? it's almost it's almost uh at this point like 
you could you could call it a character flaw that that Rick will create some extravagant or over the top completely earth shattering dimension you know tearing uh way to you know convince morty to to go left instead of right or you know like just to to make a subtle to make a subtle point you know like he will he will invent something that rips through different dimensions uh so long as in the end he could be like i told you so right (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i i mean and kind of compared to that is is the 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 note here about then then morty being being cockier right uh with with rick actually calling that that piece out of like when did you get so cocky uh Uh, the night i saw you fail is morty's response It's uh, so, so good that that the, the the little bit where he's like, uh, "Are you dying of dementia?" <laughs> <laughs> just just so just so put out by the fact that he was in a of a, 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 a jacuzzi mountain dew. Right, exactly, and it it goes along with something that we've talked about in in a few of these other episodes where we are seeing Morty step up. Uh, stand up for himself a little bit more uh, with Rick, with other people as well, but he certainly doesn't seem like the completely defenseless, pushover, uh, incompetent sort of Morty that we saw very early in the series. He he definitely has more agency, I guess. He He, he lets himself stand up to Rick more than than he ever did and doesn't just go along with whatever you know any any of rick's ideas yeah right 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 right. um that that, that, that's been been a big part of that uh throughout throughout this season um even into uh the season three finale right with 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 morty being like i don't like i just i don't need this picture i'm just i don't need this picture of the president just whatever whatever uh being being done with it um and I, I am, I'm interested, you know, a lot of people, um, in Reddit, uh, and on Twitter, you know, they, they kind of instantly jump onto the, well, the, well, this is, I mean, this is how he turns into evil Morty, uh, type of, uh, theorying again. Um, and, and, and maybe this, you know, we're not, I'm not, we're not here to say yay or nay, right? We, yay we, nay to we've, that, we've gotten your notes producers. We're not going to tell you how to write the show anymore. Okay. <laughs> we, we get it. We're not going to do we're it. We're just going to have fun, but, All right. and, and as I read ahead in the show notes to take your credit, uh, this, this, <laughs> this doesn't necessarily seem like an episode that has lasting consequences or really exists at all outside of the episode itself. It, it does feel like a very uh, self-contained uh, episode and almost to the point where yeah. I've thought about it upon, upon watching it a couple times, like this, this almost feels like an episode that you could just hand to someone as a singular episode and be like, here, here's Rick and Morty. Like, like this, this, this almost brings oh, yeah. itself up to a level for me in, in the candidacy of like, if I had to show someone one Rick and Morty episode, I would consider this one because it gets to a lot of who Rick is, who Morty is, and has a lot of the sci-fi rigmarole, but also 
does it all within the span of about 22 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I really, I really like that. And I, I hadn't considered that the, the idea when, when people who have never seen the show, they've only heard about it and they've only heard at work that, Oh, Hey, Travis, you, you do a podcast about Rick, Rick and Mort. Oh, I, my, my, my nephew, my kids Rick watch that show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Brandon, uh, Rick and Rick and Morty. Is that what? Where? Where is that? What? What show is that on the Nickelodeon? You know t- that type of stuff. Um, and and then they're like, well, where, where can I start? Where can I start? And you know, we used to say for the longest time, uh, Me Seeks and Destroy is the 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 prime candidate for a place to start uh, on this on the series, but as the series continues on and it kind of it evolves and it goes, it changes into something a little bit different, right? It, it, it's, it's changed. It's growing up. It's, it's, you know, it's maybe it's in its teenage <laughs> years. Uh, but there, there needs to be new episodes that kind of capture the, the different uh, atmosphere that, that the show is, is getting after. And uh, I would say like, let let me just say that that pickle Rick in and of itself is a fantastic episode, uh, and toxicity aside and uh, controversy aside, it is still a really good episode. And I, I I think that would have been a good uh, candidate as well. But for modern Rick and Morty, I think this is the the way to do it. Be like, this is what this is where the show is right now. Go back and watch the rest of it. It's just as it's just as good. Uh, you know, partially lying, right? Because not all episodes are as great, but yeah, I mean, not all episodes are equal for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that term of like a bottle episode, like, do you do you think that 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 qualifies for for this episode? Do you think, or is it is it is it just touching the line? What what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I put in I put in here about bottle episodes. There's a lot of talk on 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 Reddit about the bottle episode, and and as someone who has watched two episodes of Community. Again, I'm sorry, uh, but there, you know, there's at least two or three bottle episodes of Community that I, that I've read about. Uh, the, uh, uh, for example, what is it? Remedial Chaos Theory. I, I pulled up a link because it, it was there. Um, but they they have they have bottle episodes. And what I wanted to do real quick for for folks who are like a bottle episode. What the shit? What in the shit are you talking about, Brandon and Travis? <laughs> And you give, know, give give me some portal guns and nonsense. Come on, <laughs> uh, I want to do what every um, amateur speech writer uh, slash public speaker does. What is a bottle episode? Webster's defines bottle episode as an inexpensively produced episode of a television series that is typically confined to one setting. Okay. That's that's what Webster says. Let's let's go. Let's go. Let's dig a little bit deeper now. If 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 you bear with me, Travis. Uh, oh, I'm, on, I'm bearing. I'm bearing. Because I'm right. on Merriam-Webster's uh, website right now, and I, and this is a quote. Look, I'm citing it. I'm citing my source. Uh, the the bottle episode is attributed to The Outer Limits back in 1964, and and basically what it was was the the producer Leslie Stevens uh, <laughs> was trying to make an episode within four days trying to film it write it all the, all that type of stuff uh, within four days and they're like whoa what, 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 you, what you, you can't do that but he ended up doing it and uh it, it was only a hundred thousand dollars at the time it was the cheapest outer limits ever and uh he called it the bottle show because it was like genie in a bottle it just it, it came out 
kind of came out of nowhere. It was magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, uh, that little bit of backstory in the, ba- the bottle episode, but for, so for a lot of bottle episodes, they, they take place in one, one place. Uh, it allows characters to, uh, talk to each other and explore their feelings and, and get a deeper meaning of, of, of their interactions with each other. Um, and so the, the very beginning of this episode, when they're in the vat of acid, acid, uh, and, and there's just, there's, there's conversations going on in the background with the, with the, with the mob boss and Rick and Morty are just having these kind of silent interactions with each other. Uh, it, it's the start of a bottle episode. And then because, you know, the, the idea that the bottle episode is, is very, uh, inexpensively produced the, there's not a whole lot of, of a- animation assets going on within this, this little setting. Uh, and then, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, and then the episode takes, takes a, a right turn and becomes a very, a very expensive, like cinematic kind of experience. And I, I think, I think that is a, a fantastic kind of just juxtaposition to use a, to use a, a fancy word. Another, um, one, another one of your, you learned that in your fancy film school textbooks. I Brandon. did. I did. <laughs> Everyone's bored. They're like, stop talking about bottle episodes. Talk about fucking Rick and Morty. Uh, again. Talk about Rick and Morty. All right. So yeah, let's talk about Rick and Morty. It's, it's, it's very interesting because right off the bat, again, we have reason to believe that there's something special, something different about this episode. And, and my first clue to that is that they put the title of the episode on the, the intro card on the, on the Rick and Morty title card. It said the the vat of acid episode. Yeah. And, and that really stood out to me. To, to sort of expect something different. And, and I feel like we really got that. Now, if every episode after this has the title of the episode on it, then I'll, <laughs> I'll eat my words. But uh, yeah, I, it, and, and it felt different. And you get a very long, I didn't, I didn't time it out, but you get a very long sequence in the middle here once, once Morty gets his video game style play saving thingy. <laughs> uh, he you have a very long period of this episode with no, well, there's some dialogue uh, leading into it, but then it's like no dialogue. You get the Eric Clapton music and then you get the, the girlfriend sequence and some, a little bit more Eric Clapton. And then, but there's so much storytelling (laughs) happening there. Um, And it's, it's great. I, I enjoyed every moment of it. Some parts of it made me, laugh like out loud where, where i was like oh i hope i'm not disturbing brandon like as i'm watching this <laughs> um and other parts that were like really like kind of emotional and and getting into some some dark ideas and 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 questioning some of the bigger questions of what you would or wouldn't use a place saving uh remote thingy in <laughs> like in what situations you would or wouldn't use it yeah. Um. And 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 it's interesting to watch it the first time through, with the perspective that Morty has, where he can do any of this without any consequence, and and the decisions that he makes as a, as a teenager, as as a, as a young person, um, what what he chooses to use it for, uh, and and thinking that he can just go back at any time with with no no consequence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just. It, the 
you 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 talk you talk about the it's in the way that you you use it it's in the way that you use it <laughs> and and this this very 80s eric clapton song being used as, as montage and 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 harmontown fans will will uh, obviously go like yeah oh harmon uh, it's in the way that you harmon um and then and then and then going into switching into from like this really feel good oh hey yeah montage to then all of a sudden switching to what reminded me and I and I haven't I haven't watched up in a long time but that's exactly what the music reminded me of when it switched to Morty and his girlfriend at first yeah that kind of like playful yeah it's, like lazy just it's life it, is going just fine do, it, do, do, do. yes yeah <laughs> because up for for those who haven't watched up you don't have to watch the entire movie it, the, the, the movie's okay but if you want your fucking heart to be ripped out of, of your of your chest especially if you are married with with a loved one uh the the first five ten minutes will will wreck you emotionally and and it starts with like that that very like play like very hopeful music but no matter what there's that there's that kind of uh you know and i am not super musically inclined i am a little bit but there's there's always there's like a there's a hint of sadness uh, or anticipation within the music that you you're like this isn't going to last forever uh we want right. it to but it might not last forever and and that that pixar uh impression music that elder does is is just it's just so great and then and then oh man i gotta talk about the music because i because i love it and then it goes into like that really epics thing when they go on when they get when they switch from pixar's up to alive the <laughs> 90s film based off of a book about the uruguayan rugby team that crashes in the andes and then resorts to cannibalism to survive uh and like the, it takes the, a very shocking turn this, this <laughs> montage <laughs> that but it, it, even like changing into that kind of that that really survival music and then coming back to the the real brief pixar hopeful sadness music where he's he's looking at his girlfriend and being like oh my god oh oh she's crying she's oh she's happy oh now she's crying i need to do something about it it just it's just so great and then to go back to it's in the way that you use it that the, the way they use the music in that moment as soon as jerry hits the button and erases <laughs> the entire story and then goes it's in the and he's staring at some poster on the side of a strip club again or something like <laughs> and 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 then you and you see it he's like tries to explain this whole relationship that they that they had and gets maced yeah. like because it came on too strong um you, you, it's, you, it's 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 amazing like even we talk about presenting this whole episode to someone individually but just just presenting that sequence like is just like look at this like this could be a short film <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, it's a bottle episode versus uh such a like a world sweeping uh adventure, uh Pixar type adventure in so many different places. Um so you mentioned you mention the idea of like consequences of choice and within you know we're we're talking about like the alive situation where he keeps looking at he keeps looking at the the save point controller over and over again 
periodically through that montage and he keeps going and putting it away and, and going for other things. Uh, and, and then him coming back out of that and being like, Oh yeah, I learned a lesson. Thank, thanks Rick. Um, I just, you know, it's, 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 a, when you talk, when we talk about consequences and we talk about save points, uh, what, like, what do you get out of that? Like, what do you, what did you like about that aspect of it? Well, it's, it's funny because like, I think we go on that same journey with him where we're like, okay, it's great. And everything, you know, he could just do whatever he wants and he could try things that he never would have tried or that he was too scared to try. And there's, there's no risk. Uh, but then he comes back and he, he, he says like, you know what? You're right. You, you, you pack it. You invented a, a lesson in there for me, Rick. Cause you know, I've learned that <laughs> life isn't fulfilling without consequences. And you know, it's, it's what, what are we building on? If, if it's not these, these choices and taking these risks. And then Rick comes back with like, Oh, I, I didn't say there weren't consequences. <laughs> you just didn't stick around long enough to find out what they were. And then I asked completely... if you wanted to learn about the science or have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so that's when Rick drops a whole batch of consequences on him, explaining that this was not a video game save, but he was being prestiged. <laughs> I, I love when this show uses movie references as like, yeah, we just, we as, stole this, we stole this idea from a movie as, you, as, you, as you, verbs. Yeah. You, you were prestiged. They, uh, they so do, they do, they do a lot of that changing things into verbs like nine 11 pro Harbor. <laughs> yeah. There you that, go. That uh, Which everybody, nobody watches the show now because of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, semi-pertinent. Uh, we, we, yeah. We, so the explanation of how Rick created this device and the collateral damage that it caused and his one solution in the end of it being, well, I, I could merge all of these together and just make you responsible for everything that happens. Uh, that, that results in uh, a Morty having to live up to the consequences <laughs> of everything that he had done, everything yeah. that he had done. Everything. And, and, and the only rational way to get out of it when you have, you know, the SWAT team and the NAACP and, a and Gamergate, uh, Gamergate <laughs> and uh, court, Supreme Court Justice uh, Sotomayor. Sotomayor. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody's there. And so, of course, conveniently, there is a vat of acid just outside of the garage where Rick can prove his point. Once and for all, kiss it, and 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 really just <laughs> kiss just the vat, <laughs> kiss it. Say say the vat is good. Uh, all 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 just to prove a point, and then and then to 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 to, to finish it off. Uh, he's like, all right, let, let's go home. Opens up a portal. Like what? We're not we're not even in the, in our dimension. Like no, why would I waste why would I waste a lesson on on our home? <laughs> it's it's so it's so fascinating because when you when you deconstruct it all you you have basically rick allowing morty to do these terrible things and destroy all of these morty <laughs> and and morty feels just total guilt about it he feels awful about it when he realizes it and is willing to do anything to take on all of the blame 
uh, just to make sure that all of those Mortys are spared or whatever. And uh, the layer above that is Rick, who created the device, created the circumstance, knew full well that all of those Mortys would be lost uh, because he's not going to explain how it works to Morty. <laughs> and and in the end, isn't like, oh, yeah, I feel awful about it. He's like, yeah, now he's going to have to use my bat, <laughs> jerk. Uh, and and so it, it, really do, it really does highlight sort of the differences between Rick and Morty and how, how they still react to... Uh, those sorts of situations and and those those stakes or those consequences. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of consequences, Morty takes on all all of all of these negative things that he's done. He's taken responsibility for it all. And the one thing that he would probably love to take responsibility for uh, sees him as he jumps into the vat of acid, uh, <laughs> Morty's Morty's girlfriend, and that's. And that's that's the that's the the most heartbreaking. That is the up moment of of the episode, uh, where she sees him. She sees him die, and she, she had realized all that time that she had spent with him and all those those experiences, and and now he's dead. Uh, and and how and how much uh, therapy that young woman needs now that that uh, she saw her the love of her life melt. I, I, I will I will say it on, on first watching, I didn't realize when the girlfriend showed up and then leaves without saying anything that, oh, like that, that was another opportunity for Morty to, to have that relationship again. Yeah. And despite all of the other mistakes that he made, that one thing that was, you know, real for him and that he wouldn't, he wouldn't trade, he wouldn't go back and reset. Um, yeah. It's sort it's sort of a fleeting opportunity. That's the tragedy. As, 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 as he's man. kissing the acid and, and about to hop in that hot mountain dew. <laughs> it's such uh, a tragedy. Uh Jeff Loveness, uh, somebody asked Jeff Loveness, like, hey, when are we gonna see R- Morty's girlfriend again? Are we ever gonna see Morty's girlfriend again? And Jeff Loveness wrote, Never. <laughs> very, um, very direct. Very um, direct. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's unsurprising. But uh, yeah, I mean that 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 is that is the the real tragedy of it, and you you nailed it on the head, and as opposed to the the, the uh, like if you're nailing something and you don't you you nail from like the you're head. coming from the side or something and yeah. it kind of bends the, it's, yeah it's bent. nobody it's ever like, wants that your nobody opinion your opinion is bent <laughs> that's I think that's what they mean by get bent oh shit um, hey we just I we just figure something out uh, uh another important part from the end of the episode that i think we need to discuss at length <laughs> is uh what is the best part of rocky road ice cream oh yeah it's i mean it's uh it's the marshmallows obviously yeah morty yeah <laughs> no of course. I'm, I'm with you uh yeah i <laughs> of course personally it's the not a fan of rocky road in general uh but you know it's saving grace is the marshmallows. Yeah, and, and, and I, I like I like marshmallows well enough, but I really like them in Rocky Road. And if if there's anything other than marshmallows in there, I would not eat it as as I don't eat a lot of things. Yeah, it's <laughs> a yeah. it's a weird thing. Uh, you know, one one thing I wanted to, to say about uh the the this this game style place saving thing. They first they call out uh, Futurama. Like if I wanted to do that, I'd watch Futurama. Uh, but also, uh, I, I put in the show notes here, Rick and Morty, episode 15, specifically Interdimensional RSS, Rick Tendo Morty Tainment System. 
And uh, every once in a while, like, we go back to this episode as, as one of the favorite ones that I've that that I've done, uh, because we talk about we talk about like if we wanted a Rick and Morty video game, and this is before virtual reality, um, before Trover saves the universe. Uh, what kind of game would we want to see from Rick and Morty? And and we we took it, and and one of the 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 things that I had was this kind of like beat 'em up type game, where they had that that rick had come up with a way to make like a save point uh that they can go back to like if they if they die right that was that was the whole that was the whole conceit of of their the continue structure in the game and uh so when when i saw that coming into the episode last night i was like oh man oh look at that I could have been a writer for the show at one point. You know, I, I don't I don't want to take any air out of your tires, but I knew as soon as they started talking about video game save points, I was like, Brandon's Brandon's gonna mention that that episode. He's gonna <laughs> no. mention that thing where he came up with that idea. Of course. I mean, it's, good, it's a good idea. It's a good idea, Brandon. Of it's course, good. of course. And, and and that's not to say like I think they're like, oh my god, they listened, they listened to our episode and they stole my idea. But I was like, Oh man, look at that. Look, I had the same idea as somebody who writes for Rick and Morty. So I, I, I felt, I felt good about that. That yeah, little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a good idea. Thanks. Maybe it'll still happen. Uh, Episode 15, six, six, Rick, Rick Tendo Morty Tainment System. Go, six, go six, 16, 16 bit episode there. <laughs> uh, all right. We got some Twitter thoughts. Uh, some, well, let's, uh, you want to cover these now or you want to drop these into, um, short outs? Uh, well, no, th- these, these are specifically about the episode. So we'll, we'll just, okay. we'll just throw them out there, uh, at Danny V six seventeen. uh, felt it was awesome. And Jerry, he hates Jerry. Um, yeah, it's, it's almost like the writers now just have Jerry to, to be the, the fall guy, right? Like, like, Hey, if everything's going great, but it has to get ruined in some way, well, yeah. at least we have Jerry. <laughs> Well, and I, th- I think it's safer to do Jerry than it is to do Beth and Summer, right? Like, oh, yeah. of of yeah. course, fucking Summer did it, <laughs> you know, that that type of thing. Uh, I I don't I don't hate Jerry as much in that moment because he dropped a controller, he picked up a controller, and he pressed a button. Like he did, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't know the backstory of this this controller, so he couldn't have known. And it's not like his his uh, ignorance was was. Uh, uh, malicious, right? He's like, oh, he, 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 it was an it was an accident. Something yeah. that uh, the at the duper goal. This is why I bring that part up. Uh, at the duper goal suit says people blaming Jerry ignore the fact that they would have done the same. Uh, he says, why did Jerry even get it? Uh, I think maybe like why did even Jerry get the controller necessarily? But yeah. but that I and mean, that that's the thing is like, uh, you know, like there's a random controller. I don't necessarily know what it, what it does. Like. People might have, a lot of people may have made the same mistake, like just briefly, even if they weren't like trying to change the channel, they'd be like, oh, what is, what is this? Boop. Yeah. And then, and, and the factory tint settings are always way too high. So, <laughs> you know, maybe he's just trying to fix that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's after watching a couple of times, I realized like, yeah, he does drop the TV remote on the, on Morty's backpack and then reaches down, ends up picking up the other control uh, in and, and and the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. Uh, um, at Web fifteen twenty two, favorite episode so far this season. Bold, bold, bold stance. Uh, it's 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 got to be top three for me. I think easy. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. You're you're in good company because um, a lot of, at least I know at least a few folks uh, have mentioned on Twitter that they are also fans of this episode. In uh, in some have gone so far as to say it's their uh, at least top two of all time yeah, of Rick and Morty episodes. Wow, wow, uh, refined taste, refined, uh, <laughs> but very very refined. <laughs> all right, we, we we have a little bit of time left where we can get into some of our favorite bits from this episode, and there there are quite a few of them. Lots of lots of these are really quick, just things that we picked up maybe in the background, maybe uh, a, a quick little note. Uh, but the first thing that I noticed was in the intro to this episode um, when. <laughs> when Rick almost parks his spaceship and then shows off the self-parking feature. Uh, this to me just feels like one of those things that came up in the writer's room where probably a bunch of writers are like, hey, my Tesla can self-park itself now. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah, no, all I do is I push the button and like they probably talked about it for like two hours and like, no, when I hit this one, it, it will park. But when I do this, it won't. And uh, and some writers like, all right, I'm just going to I'm going to write a joke about self-parking being not that interesting. <laughs> And Morty's not going to care about it at all. Uh, but it, <laughs> yeah. it does set a good tone for, for Morty's sort of, uh, I don't know, disrespect for, for, for Rick's plan throughout the rest of the episode. It, it, it's, it's, like that, it's like that one car commercial during the Super Bowl where they were just, they were like press a button and they're watching the car park. And uh, who, who is like Chris Evans, uh, Mark, Wal maybe I'm just throwing names out there, but. Do you know what, you know what I'm talking about? Like it was like the self parking car. They weren't even in it. They were. Just, it was just like the car was parking by itself. Okay, I whatever. I don't. It, I don't recall. I don't recall the commercial. <laughs> it is a commercial. Just trust me. Anyway, move, move moving on. Uh, you, one of your favorite bits here. I agree with it. Is the <laughs> Rick carving the the rat bones, uh, feverishly <laughs> uh, under <laughs> un, under uh, um underwater under yeah. mountain dew reaches into his pocket uh accidentally like some credit cards come flying out and he's like oh well, puts those back grabs the pocket knife and it starts carving <laughs> miniature bones uh out of out of the bone and the, the commentary is uh oh, it looks like this looks like a little cartoon bones that somebody would be drawing yeah. <laughs> uh yeah whoa that rat had a lot of bones in it when, <laughs> when, all, the, when all the bones just just the the almost like physical comedy of of messing up the bones and getting the wrong thing and <laughs> yeah. while morty's giving air to the rat because it's not actually dead uh and then and then seconds later uh killing three people because he's just frustrated <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it's just i don't know it's all good stuff uh talk, spe speaking about the the rat this is further down in the notes but i'll i'll, I'll move it up uh <laughs> Morty putting the the air tube in the rat's mouth and the rat like readily accepting it. <laughs> just, he, he's just good. Like this is oh no, you're right. This is a good idea. And the rat just like flo floating there as, as Morty starts drowning in the in the vat of acid. Uh, that that killed that killed him. Uh, uh, we we've we've mentioned several times about uh, Jeff Loveness's upcoming writing gig on Ant Man three, uh, and I love how they just. Uh, completely call out Ant-Man and the Wasp in this episode and uh, giving it a hard time about doing time travel and how Rick is better than that. Yeah. Uh, even though we've definitely had a time travel episode this season, uh, Rick, it, it, yeah, it, it's if, not, it's not his style. If Ant-Man and the Wasp can do it, you know, I don't, I don't need it. Um, <laughs> I love that as a, as a, as an Ant-Man fan, 
uh any 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 time to do it. you know i'll i'll see it jeff don't worry about it you will never listen to this but uh trust me. <laughs> um you 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 have your golden fold story uh what what about golden fold story make makes this one of your favorite bits it's just okay like brandon johnson for starters is is terrific and like it's just he he's like sorry i've been gone from spring break and then goes on this whole detailed uh explanation about why he's been gone doesn't add anything to the plot doesn't add anything to the story it's just a hilarious bit about him getting really wrapped up with someone that he met at a renaissance fair who thinks he's a wizard because he uses phones uh and and uh also apparently sheepskin does not agree with him uh as the class soon finds out yeah, uh, what what I what I found interesting about gold, not necessarily Goldenfold's story, but uh, in the behind the scenes, they talk about Brandon Johnson. And uh, did you watch the behind the scenes at all? I did not. No, okay, I haven't seen it yet. Well, they 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 talk about this uh, specific like the 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 acid, like how they came up with this the story. And uh, first thing, the the first time I saw like that kind of factory where they're they're, they're flying to and all that all the acid i thought oh this is this is like this is like the setup to to batman like it felt very batman-ish but i was like no i'm probably reading too much into that then watching the behind the scenes uh one of the first things uh they say uh jeff loveness says is like oh yeah it's like it's like batman uh and then and then they go on to talk about uh like the vat of acid and uh brandon johnson saying well you know it cuts on costs cuts on production costs um it, and then then Harmon like laughing about like that Johnson Brandon Johnson was like oh like that's why there's so much prevalence of of acid in the, in the mid 80s uh, like Batman <laughs> and and uh RoboCop where it's just like yeah the, it's just a cheap easy way to uh make an ex- uh, extravagant scene yeah. uh, and from that point on that was like the leaping off point for coming up with this vat of acid episode so you talk about golden fold brandon johnson and i, I thought that that's really interesting yeah he's great he's a great guy uh please, also please do you notice that uh one of the cops when when morty attempts uh suicide by cop uh is holding a shoney's mug yeah i, I did i did yeah. notice that Good, good old, good old Shoney's Shoney's callback. I, I didn't, I didn't notice this. The what's, what's on Rick's workbench? Uh, so this is, this is at about, I don't know, whatever time. It's like two a.m. or something, three a.m. when, when Morty comes back and Rick is like exhausted. He's, he's tried to make it right. He's tried to make the device, and there's all this, these sci-fi tools and and contraptions all over his, his, his workbench. There's what appears to be like a poly pocket toy like opened up it's like a weird like pink clamshell with like a map looking thing inside of it yeah very much looks like something that my daughter has uh in her room right now so it, it i i just feel like that's something maybe one of the one of the background artists snuck in there like yeah let's just let's throw one of those too yeah well you you want to talk about things on on, on rick's workbench uh, something Sirdark mentioned last night. I immediately noticed it. Sirdark, who who is a fan of Hellraiser series, as am I. I talked about Hellraiser today at work randomly, and everyone's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I'm like Hellraiser, you know, Pinhead, Chatter, Cenobites, and they're like Cena, what? I'm like fuck you, get out of here! And I stabbed him, and then I put a bunch of like 
then I put a, put a pipe and a Leviathan. If you're talking about like Hellraiser two, that, whatever, you know, uh, calm down, bring it, bring it back, Brandon, <laughs> bring it back. Okay. Uh, on, on, on his workbench is a phantasm s- sphere. If you, if you know the, the sci-fi kind of horror film phantasm, uh, from, from the eighties, you'll know immediately what the phantasm sphere looks like. Uh, it's a ball. It has a, has like a knife coming out of it and Rick was working on it. And I just, I so glad that that was thrown in there. By the way, extra little bit of trivia. I mentioned it last night. Faz, Captain Phasma from uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, it's a Phantasm reference. Put, stick that in your pipe and then and eat it. Eat it. Eat the whole pipe. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. 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 Uh, Obviously, we've talked about the song. It's in the way that you use it. Uh, I I was not very familiar with this song until I started listening to Harmontown. And uh, Dan likes to sing this song a lot of the time uh, on his on his podcast. Uh, often when he's doing, he's he'll say something witty or say something a little insane, and then and then he breaks into that song. Uh, and so as soon as it came on in the episode, I was like, oh. Oh, Dan, Dan definitely pitched this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good old, good old mon- montage song. You remember, you remember a long time ago, Travis, uh, where, uh, we did like Christmas videos for our, our work and, and, uh, me and Bob Carroll did a montage to, uh, the, I need a hero from Bonnie Tyler, where I was a project manager. Do you remember that video? Mm-mm. Uh, it's it's great i i put a graph on the thing and it said uh it was like a, it was a pie chart and it said work and then it said me and it had the like 98 percent of it and it was you with the extra two percent <laughs> and i like slammed on i was like me 98 percent. okay well, anyways um okay speaking of pointing to myself uh when they're in the alive montage portion of the montage and Morty finally gets back to the the reset switch slash his phone, and he dials nine one one with his nasty ass frostbite hand. Oh. <laughs> when he pushes when he dials nine one one, and I cracked up at it again when I watched it with my my wife. It's just like it's just like melting. Just like his finger is just getting crushed into the numbers and when he does nine uh, the 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 one twice and just like the blood is like (laughs) yeah yeah like it just raw bone coming off of the off the phone yeah Uh, it's 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 pretty gross it's pretty gross. solid uh what what else we got um a couple couple uh, more to using a save (laughs) oh uh, Morty using his his save as his place in life instead of just a game save when he's playing a video game, um, just just excessive use. Also with the cheese balls. Come on, Morty. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We, we all, I, uh, if you if you go buy like the the Disney games from back in the day or like the 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 Mega Man games on on Xbox, or PS4, or wherever, it comes with a place where you like you can save as you're playing the game now. And so <laughs> you could like if if you I. I get to a place where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have trouble with this. So I save it and I fall like, fuck. All right. Reload. Fall. Reload. Ah, fuck. Fall. Reload. Ah, fuck. <laughs> and, and and so Morty playing an old game where he needs to, he wants to beat it like Castlevania, but he's, he's using this, the, this technology to, to just using that as a save point. 
solid. I, I, I'd yeah. probably do it myself. I need you to beat Ninja Gaiden it. someday. I need that technology. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. That's a tough <laughs> game. Uh, the prestige <laughs> references, we mentioned those earlier. Uh, uh, English. Uh, Morty has to go home and do English homework. Isn't that the language you speak? Uh, you really are dumb, aren't you? So many books. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so good. And, and then and then talking about the timeliness of getting on that Game of Thrones train uh, with with the dragon episode uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I like that. It, I like that they referenced uh, a couple times Morty's Morty's dragons and how those were maybe a questionable choice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I watched a YouTube video earlier where they where they mentioned that you know it, it's that that self reference being so so quick within the same season was 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 good um kind of in the same way that uh, they they threw in the 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 covid-19 joke at the end of right. of the uh, season or episode 6 uh you know i i kind of feel like they they saw some of the feedback from that and they're like eh, maybe that wasn't the best episode let's 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 call to it and make a joke about it um which which is which is great because that is the other episode that Jeff Loveness wrote in season four <laughs> and, and, and calling that out and joking about it is it, 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 that kind of self-deprecation I think is, is necessary for, for the, for the show so that people who are watching don't, uh, aren't just like, okay, these high and mighty people, uh, never Rick and Morty, like, okay, we get it. You're, you're better than us. And you, you know, that, that type of stuff. So I, I dig it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, overall, I, I I love the episode. I I think it's really great. Uh, so so much fun. There's and and we just scratching the surface. We could we could have gone through and talked about all of the different ways that Morty used his his place saves. Um, we could we we could have dissected uh, when Rick is revealing how it actually works, and there are just these floating images around the yeah, garage yeah. of all these melted Mortys in compromising positions. Uh, so much detail in some of those scenes that if you haven't gone back and watched this episode a second time, highly recommend you, uh, you take, take the chance to go do that uh, and look for a few more of those scenes. Cause uh, a lot of, a lot of really good stuff in this episode. So uh, yeah, that's, that's about it for our thoughts. But if if you have other thoughts about the episode, things that you think were really great that we might have missed, make sure you hit us up over on Twitter or send us an email, rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com, and uh, let us know what you thought, let, and, and we can uh, continue to uh, return that feedback in a segment we call Listener Suggestions and Short Outs. Uh, we, got, we got a couple of short outs. Uh, right, I want to I get to a couple right off the top from uh, the Twitch, specifically Twitch stream. Uh, the first is from our man D squeeze. It says, um, it speaks, uh, on the fact that there is no time travel, a lot of callbacks, even more classic line, uh, classic one-liners. Uh, I thought this was a perfect episode overall. Uh, yeah, I, so many of this, the elements are there that really just make this a fantastic episode. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> Maddie murder triple six, uh, yo, you guys aren't live on YouTube. Uh, I don't think, but Hey, <laughs> Maddie, uh, thank you, Matt. Um, yeah. and also don't get caught watching us at work, yeah, please don't. Uh, please don't. but, uh, yeah, apparently we're not streaming on YouTube and I just flipped over, 
the the tool that I use um, says that we are live on YouTube, but we are apparently not. Uh, so if you're watching live, thank you for watching on Twitch. You guys are amazing. And if you're trying to catch the video version of this episode, it may not be available on YouTube. Uh, but we will we'll get to the bottom of that. We will see if we can resolve that issue. And uh, and thank you for that feedback, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, over from Sirdark, who mentioned already about the Phantasm stuff, but uh, he mentions anyone that was standing around Morty when he hits the button just watched them melt and die in front of them, uh, including his 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 nameless girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I think that's... I, th- I, I don't think that's how it would work because they... Is it is it like is it so instantaneous that it's just or or is there like a like a buffer like a like a buffer period where it's like it pauses everyone pauses the because everybody's reaction is everybody's reaction is the same like because because the reason they melt that Morty is to get it out of the way so that the other Morty can appear in that place yeah right yeah so they just see that maybe puff of pink. And then Morty's there. Yeah, and that, um, that that puff of pink is, uh, even though it, it's it looks like a puff to the normal eye, if you if you the were untrained to, eye, if you were to slow it down, you would see that uh, Morty B is melting away, and Morty A is appearing in that spot. Yeah, I think I think that I think that's I think that covers it. I think I think we nailed it. We're. <laughs> We're so good at this, Brandon. Yeah, we are. Uh, and, the, and the last bit, calling out the squeeze again. What if the guy from the train episode was lowering people in acid, but his minions deceived him by replacing the real vat of acid with a fake one, much like last night's episode, thinking he's actually ex- executing people, but really there are a lot of fake bones compartments. <laughs> uh, that, that could be. That also sounds like someone that wants to get dipped in acid. Uh, so, oh, my God. You know, Jimi Hendrix, right? My, right? Oh. Right. Purple haze. Uh, so uh, I, I, I call out to uh, Pablo Cordoba over on Twitter. Uh, did I just heard Dan Harmon on the community table read saying he's working uh, that they're working on Rick and Morty season six already. Rick and Morty season six already in all caps. Working on season six. <laughs> uh, dude. I sure hope so. I sure. I, I, I sure hope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I I do believe that that's accurate, right? They they came out with seventy episodes, and even before season four started, there were there were uh, shots of scripts that were going around on on Instagram and Twitter uh, with season five episodes already. So if they were working mm-hmm. on season five at the start of season four, but even before season four started. Uh, that leads me to, to think that they are, are, are well into at least uh, uh, Rob Schraubing ideas into actual episodes. Um, yeah, pu- pulling, pulling those beef plots from the Pop-Tart box and uh, <laughs> flushing them out. And, we, and, we, and, we, and you and I talked about this last night, Travis, about writing and, and uh, trying to top themselves. Uh, I w- you, the, the writing process probably takes a long time, uh, but that they're that they're pushing forward with with some kind of of uh episodes this doesn't surprise me uh because there's a contract that means they can write and because they can write then they can streamline the animation process on the back end a little bit better right and i, and I think that's something that both dan and justin spoke to a lot once that that contract was was finally inked out is now they have a consistent 
you know, okay, we know we're making 70 episodes. Like Dan Harmon, especially, he's like, this is my full-time job. I know what I'm doing. I, I, I don't, I don't have to worry it. Like, am I going to be able to make more of these or whatever? He knows he's got 70 episodes. He's got it. He's got to work through. So they, they wrote season four and got it to us as quickly as they've been able to. But the animation process is, is, is a long process as well. And they can't really start that episode, that process until they get that script in hand, but they don't have to stop writing scripts. Uh, once they hand, you know, the first batch over to the animation team. And so, yeah, I, I remember seeing season five stuff being worked last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that they're now into the process of writing for season six, uh, I, I think we can safely assume that the, the multi-year breaks, even year-long breaks between seasons is a thing of the past. It's something It's something that I think the producers of the show are well aware was was damaging to to the fan base and uh yeah i I think they're obviously going to try and make as many quality episodes um without sacrificing on quality right they don't they they want to get them to us as quickly as possible without making them bad (laughs) like they don't they don't they don't they don't want to half-ass it right so um yeah i i i could i could see them definitely working on six in the writing process while season five is still being worked um, from an animation and other, you know, post-production sort of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm right there with you. Not, not a word was spoken that you spoke that I disagreed with. And that's, and that's why we make a great team. And that's why it's in the way that you use, (laughs) uh, speaking of being in the way that you use it, if you use any social media, we're talking about Twitter. That's that, that's right. We're talking about www.twitter.com slash Rick and Morty pod. We're talking about Instagram, Rick and Morty podcast on Instagram or Facebook or are you on LinkedIn? We're not. Uh, <laughs> I, I am look for me on linkedin.com <laughs> slash Rick uh, uh yeah but you know follow us talk to us yeah. be our friend join unity assimilate and become part of the most amazing fans in the Rick and Morty community we we absolutely appreciate you guys uh we love uh the the discussion and it's it really is a two-way conversation a lot of you uh sharing your thoughts with us we really appreciate that and uh, yeah, at any time you get a chance, if you can follow us on those social media platforms, rate, review, follow, like, subscribe, do all that yeah. crap, whatever, whatever it is. Um, it just lets us know that you appreciate what we're doing and that you want to be a part of it. We, we, we whole, wholeheartedly welcome you in Abs- uh, absolutely. And, and look forward to, to hearing from you. We, we, we read every single thing that you send us whether we respond is another another uh, thing entirely but we read every single thing that that comes comes through us and uh we we really do appreciate you um and we want you to know that we appreciate you so so please drop a line again on all those social media things that we mentioned at the at the top of the show that i briefly mentioned kind of half haphazardly here at the at the end please reach out we love you uh, and we can't wait to watch two more episodes of this season with you. That's right, two. It's going to lead us to our 100th episode, which maybe we'll do something special. Maybe we'll save that for the 101th 
101 101 <laughs> get out of here brandon you're drunk shit i am yeah yeah that's all right all right we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close out this uh this audio portion now and head over to our uh post live show. only post show post show time uh <laughs> so if you want to if you want to be part of the post show make sure you're hanging out monday nights 9 p.m eastern and uh yeah well, thank you guys so much for listening and until next time i'm travis and i'm brandon and thank you for listening 